0: Well it's Mervyn who wheels into the home straight with Indian Pacific in pursuit Essential Spice further back is starting to storm home right down the outside Mervyn the leader from Indian Pacific and Essential Spice, Essential Spice went to Indian Pacific and now Caracapo, Flirtini's gathered them up quickly though, look at Flirtini Flirtini stormed right over the top of them, grabbed the lead, it's Flirtini another man to win the Miss Andretti Flirtini from anybody's guess for the minor placings, Essential Spice, Caracapo, Indian Pacific Samistat charging to the line as well from White Choose Her, then knocking up Mervyn back with Gino, Vital Silver, and Misty Metal. Welcome to the Western Mail Racing Podcast. On the show, we discuss all things Perth racing and preview the Saturday Metro meeting. We'll also be interviewing industry participants, but first, it's over to Mike Johnson to get us underway. Yes, g'day, and welcome back to the Western Mail for 2022. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Hope you had a great Christmas and New Year period. The Western Males back for another season with more of the best of WA racing, and we're up to episode 54 this week with Miss Andretti Stakes Day on the card. Uh, it's a 10 race epic down at Ascot this Saturday, so a huge, huge day in what looked like really ideal conditions for racing. Uh, that main race, it's listed and it's run over the 1100 metres. So uh, as we Always do before we get stuck into things. We'll have a quick recap of our last covered meeting, which was the Van Heem Stakes Day back in December. Uh, we had a few plays there. We took MTA each way in race number two. Uh, MTA managed to run third there at about $2.10 to place. Uh, did tip the Regal Power at Nerf Bosque Exactor in the Van Heem Stakes. Uh, Regal Power won, but Nerf Bosk wasn't anywhere near it, unfortunately. Uh, Then had no white flag in race number five, who ran 12th. Did sit up on the speed, but just couldn't go on with it uh, in the run home. And the race number seven, with Beret getting home, uh, you could get $6 late on there, which was a really nice price. And she's gone on to frank that form further, winning the Group 3 Latrice Classic over the eighteen hundred. So, yeah, pretty decent day there on Van Stakes. They had a really nice way to end... 2021. So we'll get stuck into the preview proper. Uh, we're looking at another good four down at Ascot, and the rails out 11 meters for this meeting on Saturday, uh, where we do have much cooler conditions forecasts uh, compared to what we've seen over Christmas and New Year. Uh, it won't be 40 and more like around 28, 29 degrees I believe, uh, with a fairly decent southwesterly breeze in play for most of the afternoon, most of the day uh, really. So Uh, expecting them to be able to run on uh, the horses. So hopefully it plays that way. The rail is out. So generally speaking, the further out the rail, the the wider they can come, uh, further out down the home straight. So fingers crossed that happens. So we'll kick off the plays this week. Race number one, it's the Magic Millions two-year-old plate over 1,200 metres. I thought Lucky Sue was really unlucky last time out, uh, the opposite of her name. Uh, went down a lip there to Sunny Honey last Saturday over the 1,000. Uh, thought she did quite well in the concluding stages after sitting off midfield in the run. Uh, just kept hitting the line late, uh, but did get into a bit of a bumping uh, duel there with the winner at about the 125, uh, thus causing her to lay in. They did protest afterwards. Uh, that was subsequently dismissed, though. Uh, but I thought if she could repeat the effort this week, minus the bumping and laying in, of course, I think she has to be going really close here. And we see Joe party jumping on with seven debutons lining up. I think he could possibly land a touch closer here. Uh, so this girl's racing very well with a pair of second placings so far. And I think that win is not too far away. And I was keen to be on uh, happy with the $3.40 that is currently on offer. Uh, hasn't moved from that opening price. so I think Lucky Sue in the first at three dollars forty. So we'll head over to race number two next. It's the Amelia Park Plate for the three-year-olds. It's over the twelve hundred. Uh, much like his first-up win, which is very impressive. I thought he's a sizzler. Looked really well suited out of the twelve hundred here. Did have to chase home Bopping Blue and beads over what I thought was an unsuitable assignment last time out, going from the 11 first up back to the 1,000. Um, I think we'll see similar conditions to what this son of sizzling encountered first up for that win, uh, where he sat at the back in a small field and zapped them in the run home there with the southwesterly Breeze in play, uh, as I mentioned earlier, as well as that rail being out. So we saw on that day beat home Thomas Magnum and Rock and Rupert. Who uh, Rock and Rupert went to Belmont on Wednesday, uh, yesterday, and won. Well, he won to Frank Deform, so a nice extra push there. Chris Parnham continues his association with this fella once again. Maps out the back in the field of seven. Uh, does get a, a few weight swings off uh, beads and bopping blue, I believe as well. Uh, who should ensure it's a, a good tempo, and I think uh, he's a sizzler and stalk factory made into the into the straight and. Make his move from there. He's also a previous winner third up as well. So I'm really keen. $2.80. Uh, come in a little bit from uh, his opening at about $3. But yeah, I think that's uh, probably short enough. Wouldn't want to be taking anything less than that for he's a sizzler in race number two. So after the first couple, we're skipping ahead a little bit to around the midway point of the card, uh, to race number six, actually. This is the striker indoor sports leaming handicap. It's a graduation. One Metro win. It is over the 1500. It's a decent-sized field, uh, field of 12 at the time of recording. I was quite taken by the effort of Deputano, actually, uh, first up. Uh, she ranked fourth in a 66-plus mile back on Perth Cup Day. Uh, she sat near last in the run there after being sent back from a wide alley, uh, but did hit the line really nicely, I thought, to finish 1.2 lengths behind Bogart with very fast and Bruce Almighty filling the minors. We then saw Bruce Almighty come out last Saturday and win, led all the way over 1500, I believe. So that further Frank's to form. And when we throw in that class drop for Deputano as well, I'm really keen back to the basically a 60 plus here. So uh, that run home as well saw her clock the best last 600 of the race uh, with 35 30. And even though she's drawn wide again, I think new rider Paul Harvey will take her back and can probably land second last pair in run. I think she'll be in a similar spot to the race favorite here, in Fashion Queen. And just feel from that spot in transit, Harvey could probably use Fashion Queen as a slingshot into proceedings. where I do expect uh, Deputano to make good improvements second up. Uh, much like a Sizzler, uh, the condition should be suiting her. Uh, I think all we need is a clear run home, a little bit of luck and I think she can definitely be in the money and is around $4.80 at the moment. I did think she might open up a bit better than that, considering starting price was uh, $31 last time out, first up. So uh, $4.80, nearly even money the place. So I think if we can get a little bit of a drift and get a bit better than that, go each way, uh, I think she'd be in it for a long way. Deputano in race number six. So after those first three races that we've previewed, we're just going to head to a quick break now. uh, And on the other side, we'll continue on with the show. Don't go away. Hi, this is Sean McGruddy, and you're listening to the Western Mail. Hey guys. How are you going? It's Willie Pike here, and you're listening to the Western Mail. Yes, welcome back. So we will resume the preview. At race number eight, we're up to the Heineken 3 Handicap. It's a benchmark 72 over the 1,800 metres. Quite keen on Tilly is hot here. Ran a great race in the Group 3 Latrice Classic, I thought. Last time out, when fourth, was two and a quarter lengths behind Beret. There, uh, the gingerbread man-mare sat up on the pace before just being overran late. But I thought to to remain that close uh, to the likes of Beret playing Marika and Real Charisma, who filled the placings, was a pretty good effort, uh, especially considering the horse was ridden against their usual pattern. Um, and I think with Jason Whiting lobbing back aboard, he knows this deal better than anyone. So confident that we'll see the usual tactics resume back down to this 72 class. Uh, I think we'll see a decent tempo as well. We've got the likes of Big Butter Boom, uh, Salea, and Harry Thomas all engaged here. So um, I think as well, juicing carrots should also make things interesting or at least honestly run. So... I think with those four up top, uh, we should see a fairly decent tempo. And I think if that is sufficient, I think we can see Chile is hot coming down the outside with a run uh, when she could potentially jump onto the tow ball of beat the bro at around the 500. I think she's racing really well. And another win would not shock here. A little bit on the short side, although has come in for support, opened around 370. Is around 340 at the moment. So... Again, wouldn't want to be taking anything less than that, but uh, I think the market's pretty good. So Chile is hot in the eighth to win at $3.40. So now it's time to look at the feature race of the day. It is race number nine. It is the listed Miss Andretti stakes over the 1,100 metres. Absolutely mouthwatering clash. It's shaping up to be on paper. We've got the returning Clairvoyance who bypassed last Sunday's Fitzpatrick plate down at Albany uh, for a clash with the Boom Mayor Miss Contiki, who Simon Miller hopes can give him his sixth win in this race as a trainer. So a little bit of backstory on the race itself. The Miss Andretti was previously known as the Ruabon Stakes up until 2008-09 season, was then renamed to honour the Star West Australian Mayor, who, of course, won a Lightning Stakes a Newmarket Handicap and a King's Stand Stakes over at Royal Ascot. Uh, Miss Andretti also won this race herself, however, back in 2005. She knocked off Rescuer and Early Express on that day. Uh, But in terms of more recent winners, we did see Flirtini take out the event last year. Uh, We did tip her on the podcast at around $9, which is nice. That brought up trainer Simon Miller's fifth win at the race. So, as we said earlier, uh, he'll be looking to make it number six with Miss Kantiki this time around. And before we get into anything further, let's have a quick look at the closing stages of Miss Andretti's win up the Royal Ascot Strait. Magnus has now struck the front for Damien Oliver. Miss Andretti going with him. Miss Andretti and Magnus settle down to fight it out. The two LZs are now takeover target. Dandy Man is finishing fast as well. Miss Andretti's digging deeper, and Miss Andretti, she's a champion. She goes on to win the King Stand. Second on the near side, Dandy Man. First... Yeah, great scenes there by Miss Andretti. Uh, what a great mare she was on the track. And, uh, yeah, another West Australian champion. So we'll have a quick look at the map. I thought there are a couple of different schools of thought here, just mainly based around Caracapo here. I mean, do we see him go forward from seven? Which, if so, would see him land outside of clairvoyance, I thought, up top from from barrier four, where she is. If he doesn't roll forward, I think, as we've seen more often lately, just because he is getting on a bit in years, I think then the Nostradamus may could well be leading on her own, which... Having said that, I don't think anyone would want uh, anyone in this race, anyhow, the other jockeys. So I'll have Long Beach spearing across from wider out to go try and sit up top with her. I think Hot Zed and I See Red, I See Red could probably take the trail in behind with Gemma Sun, who's drawn the inside, uh, Caracapo, Riverbow, all around midfield there with, I think, Miss Contiki in behind those. And then I've got Floyd and Cryptic Love uh, the last pair in running for me. But you would have thought that if, if uh, clairvoyance is allowed to dictate and, and get a few cheap ones out in front on her own, it could be curtains. Uh, so I think we may well see her uh, with a bit of company up top there. So which leads to my tip for the race. And it's really impossible to go past Miss Contiki here. She really got tongues wagging last time out. Then descending from what, was pretty much the Garrett Road bridge there to take out the summer scorcher back on Perth Cup day. Uh, She was near last in the run there before being produced down the middle to the outer part of the home straight. Uh, She gobbled up the front bar and Mervyn uh, very late on to claim what was an amazing win. Her last 600 split of 32.81 was the only sub 33 second split in the entire race. Her last 400 of 21.67 was the only sub 22 second split of the race. And then she clocked a 10.77 final furlong. So just blistering. Uh, Chris Parnham keeps the ride here after having to choose between her and Clairvoyance. Uh, I think which is a pushing up in itself for me. And as I alluded to earlier, will be in the back half of the field waiting for Chris to press that go button. Uh, clearly does her best work late. Uh, she'll have come on for that first up run, throw in the extra 100 metres as well as what appear to be ideal conditions on paper at least. Uh, I think only bad luck beats her here and made her my best of the day at $3.10. Uh, did see she'd open $2.90. Uh, it's gone out a little bit. So I think uh, based on the numbers that she ran uh, first up, I can only see her coming in from that price. Uh, times don't lie. So really, really keen on Miss Kentucky here, even though she could be uh, spotting those up front. A bit of a start she's shown that she can run them down and and the extra distance is right up her alley for mine here. So uh, that's pretty much the uh, Saturday plays that I'll be having a go at here uh, on the Miss Andretti Stakes Day. So big thanks for joining me this week. That's my lot. Uh, If you have enjoyed the show, feel free to give us a like or a subscribe. Uh, You can follow at uh, Twitter at western underscore mail uh, there's a Facebook page as well at TWMPod uh, or YouTube at Western Mail Racing. So that's how you can get involved. And a big thanks for tuning in wherever you are or however you're tuning in. And I wish you good punting over the course of the weekend, wherever you're playing. And as always, stay safe. And we'll be back next week. Bye for now.